At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. line as we say hi good morning hope you're having a nice sunday i'm patrick maher live from the vcin studios here at the south point my man over there on his throne at the borgata michael lombard hey i saw the picture yes, that you, i saw the picture you posted yesterday hanging out I got there a great view you, do, you have the best view, view and it's cool because it's you sitting in front of the big screens and they got you on above you it's a really yeah. great look man it, it really is it's such a great spot i mean yesterday this place was hopping i think Thomas Gable told me that it was one of the best days uh, in terms of uh, betting here at the at the BetMGM Sportsbook and so race and sportsbook. So, you know, we're back, Patrick. I mean, we got college football. We have pro football starting next week. People are spending some money. It was fun. I think if you listened to the show yesterday, you could have made yourself some money. Got some guys walking by in their in their in their in their bathing suits, headed out to the pool. This is just delightful. I mean, the views you get here are unbelievable. <laughs> well, little known fact, I just, I, just, I just saw one that I don't know if I want to keep looking at. I don't, think, I don't want the cameras to pan over there. And no, no, little, no, thank known, God. And you and so people don't know he looks dapper, but that's actually a tearaway suit underneath it. He's yeah. got his swim trunks on. Like a no, I don't have any swim trunks. I have shorts on. I can tell you that. I got the old I got the old costume going, but. 
look, uh, you know, how, how much fun was it yesterday? Just, you know, I mean, sitting on the couch, watching football from one game to the next. I mean, from Penn State, you know, to the next games, to the to the night games. I mean, it was just really good. Go Tigers, by the way. Go, go Tigers. To the night game. Hey, you got to give a shout out to them all. You got to give a shout out Amal to them all. Shaw. You know, UCLA from the jump. Props to props to them all. Call it like you hey, see it, Amal. I love it. Hey, he, well he done. He, he had seen that one coming. He forecasted it. By the way, to your point about Thomas Gable, I don't think he'd be upset with me, us sharing this. He said definitely going to set a record, a one-day handle record for college football yesterday. This season, and this is, and VEASAN has been preparing for this, Michael Lombardi. Hiring you was obviously a huge deal. But we, this season is where this has all been leading to. Because the handles, Nevada, Jersey, no, Michigan, yeah. Pennsylvania, this is about to be, this is going to the moon. I mean, this is going to be an absolute launch for sports betting across the nation. Canada as well. No doubt. And people are interested. They've got tons of information. And I think if you pay attention yesterday, great tip, Marshall over Navy. That wasn't even close. Good job, Michael. You, you know, there, there, were, there are a bunch of these games that I think we can we can make some money. I see Steph's wearing UMass. Thank you very much. UMass over Pitt. I mean, we knew that was coming. How about the Fordham Rams succumbing to Nebraska? That was a little hairy at first and all of a sudden. But I, I think this really, there is a chance to... Uh, improve your stock. Make that you're not going to hit all of them, right? We're going to hit 58, 59 percent. You're making money, so this is what it is, and it, you're spending money to make money. That's why you need to buy the Veasan, the guides every week, and that's why you need to be able to pay attention to the shows because we're giving out good. Not this show, all shows give out great information. I just got to be hat in hand. I got to be honest. Indiana was a terrible call by your boy, myself, uh, Michael Penix Jr. Me too. I Michael called Penix that one. Jr. could not th- stop throwing pick sixes, and then also Louisiana. Louis. Louisiana came out. You saw it, and you're 100% right about Levi Lewis. He's too inaccurate. But uh, Louisiana Lafayette played, and excuse me, they don't want to be called Lafayette anymore. They're in Austin. They started off the game perfectly, Michael, and then they just couldn't stop Robinson. They couldn't stop Texas, but that was a game right there set up for them. I think what happens is these games where the competition is a little bit imbalanced, right? Let's take Arkansas Rice. That was a really close game. It looked like Rice was going to easily cover the 18 and a half or 19, whatever it ended up closing at. But as the longer the game goes, the heat, humidity, the depth of the other team, which is the better program, takes over. We saw it in the Fordham-Nebraska game. I mean, Fordham's hanging in there with them a little bit. Not that mm-hmm. they were ever going to win the game, but you're like, if you bet, if you took the Nebraska laid the points, you're nervous, right? But the longer that game went, you all of a sudden it became Fordham more down, more down. It's like a boxing match, right? You can't win those. You know, it's, the longer the fight goes, the boxer gets tired. I think that's what we saw a little bit yesterday, and we saw some incredible upsets. I mean, you know, the Washington losing to Montana. Hats off to Brent Musburger. I mean, his home state there. Yeah. Unbelievable, right? Who would have thought that? Vanderbilt. They're going to make our bottom at 10, I can tell you that. We're going to redo the bottom 10. Vandy's going to down. Anchor down. Anchor indeed. down, my man. The indeed. Commodores are going to join us, yes. Okay, so a couple of things. When we come back, I'll, I'll structure this. We've got the marquee matchups, of course, Georgia beating Clemson, Alabama, Bryce Young, all of it as we continue. Lombardi line, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi, stop by there at the Borgata. All kidding aside, it's a great, it's the best on the coast there on the east in Atlantic City. Michael Lombardi is going to be there. It's, it's fun. We were talking about it yesterday. He started yesterday, which was September 4th, and we're going to go through March. He's going to be chilling there at the Borgata through March. You, yeah. might as well, you might as well start paying rent. 
Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I do pay rent. I pay parking every day. Yeah, so I'm I, paying I rent. <laughs> I got you on that. Yeah, I got you on that. All right. All right. What game? What okay, game? can I ask like, you a question? Can I, can yeah, I ask sure. you this? Is, yeah, sure. are, is it too early for trivia? No. Go okay, ahead. Michael Michael Lombardi, what do these teams have in common? Clemson, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Miami, LSU, Indiana, Washington, Louisiana. What do those teams, week one, college football have in common? I think their quarterbacking play was less than stellar, and they were overvalued in the power rankings. Those, are, that's those are true. Those are all top 25 teams that lost in week one as they well. Go. I mean, I mean look, if, if, let's start with the Clemson. I mean, DJ didn't play well. No. You know, and, you know, we could say Trevor wasn't great, and everybody nitpicked on Trevor, right? I mean, Trevor was great. It was a lot easier to run. And Clemson's offensive line, like we talked about yesterday, inexperienced. It's going to take some time to grow. You know, and I think that that really cost them. Look, somebody texted me during the game, you know, college football expert, and he said, you know, how could either one of these two teams score if they can't beat Alabama if they can't score? Great point, right? I mean, as good as Georgia played, you're not going to beat Alabama holding them to three points. Alabama's too good. I mean, we knew that. I mean, they just, again, we talked about this with Manny Diaz's team at Miami. I mean, they play really well when the level of, they don't change how they're playing certain teams and their level of comp get into problems. So for me, I think that that's, uh, you know, that's something to look into when you really, when you handle it. I, I think we saw it yesterday. Clemson's offense was really struggling. Clemson's defense, you hold somebody to 10 points, and really it's a pick six that gets them to 10, right? Yep. You got a chance to win that game, and so hats off to Georgia for their ability. Hey, Kirby's got them boys on the defensive side. That is going to be one of the best defenses we've seen in a long time. That defensive front, listen, they had seven sacks. They had the pick six. They allowed Clemson to rush for two yards in the game. Two yards. And you and I discussed Clemson's offensive line, Sugar Bowl last year, got pushed around by not a great Ohio State defense. That carried over into last night. Yeah, no doubt. And look, we saw, you know, we talked about what carried over into last night, LSU's defense. You know, they're supposed to be this great defense. They got they got Stingley over in the corner. They should be able to shut everybody down. They fire Bo Pelini. They bring in a new defense coordinator. Look like the same defense to me, Patrick. Oh, are you kidding? That Listen, two, 2019 was a fluke for Go Tigers and your boy Ed Ogeron. It's, it's pretty oh. good when you have the greatest quarterback season college football has ever seen in a team. Joe Brady, a young uh, offensive coordinator there. Look. Last year's 5-5 five and five is more emblematic of what we're going to get from an Ogeron team. This was disgusting yesterday. Clemson, listen, they didn't win a quarter against UCLA. They couldn't stop the run. They couldn't run the football. They couldn't do anything against UCLA. And they look and, confused, and we, and they look confused and, against that Chip Kelly offense. And when the game started, Ed couldn't help. When the game started, Ed was just watching, just like you and I were watching. I mean, because yeah. that's real ultimately what's going on. I mean, you know, I bet those cheeseburger down that the Beau Rivage is not going down too good today. I, I, I think we're going to revisit that, that how much the Cajun family loves Ed. Because they're getting, you know, they're going to get outcoached every week. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. They're just going to get out. They're going to get out schemed. They're gonna get, unless he's got superior talent, they're, this, these bumps in the road are going to be bumps in the road. You think he can beat Mississippi? I don't think he can. No, oh, Mississippi, they're going to sling that. That rock all over the place, and they're, they're going to be. Look, this is a UCLA football team. By the way, they outgained LSU 454 to 378. Here's the issue LSU's offensive front struggled to stop 
a Pac-12 defensive front in UCLA. L- repeat what I just said. That's a Pac-12 defensive front. These these defenses aren't any good in the in the Pac-12. Let's talk about Washington in a second. But you you see where I'm going with this. I mean, they got pushed I do. around. I mean, look, Washington. How about Cal losing to Nevada? I mean, you know, we, we, where is the Pac-12, right? We'll, we'll figure that out a little bit later. It's not very good. You know, so Washington's supposed to be the sleeper team of the conference. They go to lose to Montana at home? Are you kidding me? I mean, I can understand you starting slow, but losing to Montana at home? But, look, look I think LSU's issues are – are they going to get better as the year goes on? It's only one week. I don't think we should over-evaluate uh, UCLA. Great win. Great, great win. But, like, like, you know, the game I'm really mad about, I told this to Thomas Gable. You know, everybody was on Illinois yesterday. And University of Texas San Antonio was a better team. And they ended up beating them 37-30. You know, we didn't get a chance to really cover that game. But there's always that emotional letdown when a team wins a game against, uh, you know, like a Big Ten game, like the Illinois beating mm-hmm. Nebraska. And then Good they got to go play a lesser opponent like San Antonio, and San Antonio takes them and beats them, beats them outright. So let's let's just hold off on UCLA anointing them in, as a as a great team. Although give them credit, they were the better team on the field. And also some narrow escapes, Michael Lombardi. How about Oklahoma, your second ranked team in the country? They were laying 31 and a half against Tulane, narrowly escaped 40 to 35. How about Iowa State in Ames? Last year they lost the opener to Louisiana. This year, they almost lost the opener to Northern Iowa. They were laying 29. Yeah. They held on 16-10. This was about getting the hell out of week one and, and yep. just surviving. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, look, you know, we've seen it, you know, and, and when they play in Ames, and we're going to hit this theme all year long, when they play in Ames and they can get that field, they want it slow. They want to be able to utilize their, their, their schemes to help their team. I think ultimately, you know, they got to be concerned about not being able to, when they're playing at home, to not blow out a team like Northern. But, again, it's early. It's week one. There's going to be some growth in these teams. Okay, there. You just said where it. you want to no, go. No, no, where no, you want to go? I got you, homie. I got you because you, right. you've been telling me and you've been telling us in particular these offenses aren't going to be there. The quarterbacks aren't going to be Bryce. Bryce loves Bryce Young's over here. We'll get to him in a second. But the flashy quarterback play wasn't there. But what was there was defense, right? So, for yeah. example, Virginia Tech. Uh, they held Sam Howell, who is a Heisman contender, a top ten guy, a guy that's prolific offensively. How about Penn State? Uh, two picks against Mertz late. You know, this wasn't a Penix Jr. who uh, complete experience, a kid from Florida up at Indiana through three picks, two, two pick sixes. I mean, this was, uh, again, outside of Bama, this wasn't about quarterback play. You go to Clemson and Georgia. Neither JT Daniels or DJ did anything, and those are going to be pros. This wasn't about quarterback play. This was about defense. And I, and I think Penn State's defense might have been the best of all of them yesterday. They were now, great. You know, they were tremendous. And they lose 13, their best defensive player, to a to a uh, helmet-to-helmet uh, ejection. So a targeting ejection. And they still come back. The safety, number one, made incredible plays in the game. He was nursing what he thought was going to be a pulled hamstring in that game. But that game shouldn't have even have been as close. It ends up 16-10. to 10. They're a five-and-a-half-point dog going in the game. They miss an extra point. They miss a chip shot field goal. I mean, Wisconsin turns the ball over twice in the red zone. Twice in the red zone. You can't do that. And, you know, how good is Wisconsin? Like, 
Wisconsin defensively did not look very good. Mm -hmm. Once once Penn State went no huddle, once Penn State spread them out and forced them to play a space game, it wasn't there for Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm not a Franklin guy. Uh, he he coached his butt off. That defense, they were showing different looks, and Mertz was completely discombobulated late in that game with those pick sixes. He didn't see the linebacker on the yeah. second one. That that, no. But again, like you said, I, you'd like to see that game played maybe a little bit later in the year. One that wouldn't have made a difference. And again, I don't know how people are saying, if you bet Indiana, you're crazy. Wait, I'm, I bet a team that has 20 returning starters, including a quarterback that was yeah. prolific last year. They went to Iowa. Iowa didn't just beat them up. They dismantled them. I mean, I went to go get an iced tea. The next thing you know, they're down 14 to nothing. I'm like, what the hell just happened? There's 12 <laughs> minutes to go in the first. What the hell? I, what did I miss? Yeah. Like, seriously. And then, that, you know, I think they're going to come back in the game, and they never did. I mean, Tom Allen's going to be really disappointed yes. with his unit because, he, you know, because we know that Iowa tends to start slower. But Iowa looked pretty good. Iowa's defense played well. Look, I, I mean, it was impressive. It, it, you got to give Iowa credit. They were able to run the football. They're outside zone. They got good quarterbacking play. And their defense. Defense created turnovers, which is ultimately what they needed to do. So, Indiana, I, I'm not going to give up on Indiana yet, but that was really disappointing. Did you say run the football? Couldn't have been a better start for Mr. Harbaugh there in Ann Arbor. Western Michigan's going to be a good football team out of the MAC. I mean, that's a, yep. a, a look. That's a good football team. And Michigan ran for what 335 yards against them. Cade McNamara didn't have to do much. He, I think, he had 11 attempts. He played well. The attempts he did have, he was very accurate. But again, Michigan. And I thought defensively they were just flying all over. Don Brown's not there anymore. Remember, I thought they were flying all over the place defensively. Michigan. Yeah, I mean they took care of business. And you know, I think we can't get too down on Western. Michigan. Michigan, just like I don't think we should get two down on Kent State. Kent State goes down into College Station, the 12th man, and it's a 10-3 game at the half. I mean, Kent State's offense is really good, yep. but you know, but playing against Texas A&M, the level of comp, it wear and tears on you. So I think Western Michigan and Kent State are clearly the, cat, uh, the class of the MAC because we're going to be MAC specialists. Akron, which was just getting blown out by Auburn early in the game. I mean, that you couldn't put enough points on the board. They're not going to be the class of the, of the MAC. No, they certainly aren't. As we, hey, if you, well, this is a MAC show, but one thing, at least we're not Conference USA. Like, take a look at this. Uh, no, the American. Look at the American. Uh, of course, eight. Cincinnati still remains the favorite to earn a group of five, uh, group of New Year's six bid, right? So, but you look yeah. at what happened in the American. So, UC Davis uh, with the upset win. South Florida got blanked by NC State. Um, I'm thinking Marshall beat up on Navy. Uh, yeah. Rutgers smacked Temple 61 to 14. Uh, UCF did have a nice win over Boise State, but if you look at an, the American Conference, which had been very good these past few years, they, they, they were sobered up o over this uh, next couple of days here. Texas Tech, remember, there was steam, 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 steam coming in on Houston. Remember that? Oh, Texas yeah, Tech absolutely. wins 31-24, right? You know, so, yeah, I mean, Houston was supposed to be a team that was really good there. I think ultimately, you know, we, we learned a little bit. I think we learned enough in this week about certain teams as we move forward. I think there's no doubt about that. And if you don't think – 
I was singing your boy regrets. I've had a few when I didn't bet <laughs> when I didn't bet that under Clemson when Clemson and Georgia just were two series in. I'm just like this is going to be disgusting the whole entire yeah. way in a good way if you like defense. And I just I didn't I didn't pull the trigger on the under which is so stupid ten to three. Finish. I know and and Thomas told me today they had tremendous liability here at at the BetMGM Sports and Race Book for the over. I mean, they had tremendous liability on the over, and, they, and that, that wasn't even close to cash. And I mean, that wasn't any, the other thing I think, too, is that's why I think you need to watch VEASAN as these games are going. In-game betting is going to be huge in some of these opportunities. I mean, like, for example, Berman and I are sitting on the couch yesterday. We're watching the, we're watching the Miami-Alabama game. And the, the, the second half total, you know, you could – it was easy that it was going to go over. And if you bet it, it was easy. Mm-hmm. It was – I think it was it was 27-3. to 3. It was 27-3 to 3 when he – when Bill bet it. And I think the over was 57. So it was basically all they had to do was score like 24 points. And you knew that was going to happen. I mean, then they kicked the field goal. And then, you know, Miami comes down and score. All of a sudden, Alabama wasn't going to take their foot off the gas at any point in that game. Nope, 100%. And we're all over the map, but we're having some fun here on the Lombardi line on a Sunday. We're just four days out from the NFL. Are you all excited? Yeah, that's rhetorical. You don't have to answer that. Clemson. Clemson's schedule, we can have the conversation now. It's not going to be good enough for them to work their way back into the playoff conversation. They, Clemson may not play another ranked team until the ACC championship. So, again, no Lawrence, no Etienne. That offense and that offensive line, I mean, it's just they couldn't get anything going. You think they're going to beat North North Carolina State easily? You think they're going to beat Virginia easily? I mean, Virginia was impressive. I mean, look, Virginia Tech beat North Carolina. They took the starch out of them. So, I mean, yeah, we can look at it and say, okay, Clemson's in the ACC. It's not going to be. But where Clemson is right now isn't the Clemson that we're used to. I mean, I think that they ultimately will struggle offensively until they get that offensive line fixed. You know, they're going to – obviously, they're not going to have a hard time with South Carolina State. Georgia Tech losing, you know, that was disappointing – opening game for Georgia Tech, but NC State, that September 25th game at NC State, that's going to be a good one right there. Hey, Syracuse, there's another game as an example, right? Syracuse, that line moved. We said this on the show, an ACC team going to play a MAC. And they, Syracuse opened as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. That line went to Syracuse, became a two-and-a-half-point dog, and it wasn't even a close game. It wasn't even a close game. Syracuse dominated. So I think there's going to be a little bit. That ACC is yet to be determined who are the power, but I think NC State's pretty good, Patrick. And Clemson has historically had issues with Syracuse, we remember. So that'll yeah. be interesting to see. It's not a very good conference, but again, we talked about it yesterday. That was a bigger deal for Clemson last night than it was for Georgia. Georgia can work their way through the SEC, even though they're in the East. They can work their way to Atlanta to end the year and have a shot against Bama. There's going to be two teams from the SEC in the college football championship. Again, until we get the eight, it's going to be the same thing. Oklahoma survives, so they should be in the mix, obviously. But Georgia and Alabama, and I slow rolled it in a minute when we come back, Michael, we'll talk about Alabama's performance against Miami. But we're going to have two teams in the SEC. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you can't. I mean, you could just say it now. Will we get a Pac-12 team? I mean, if UCLA continues this run, I mean, if they go undefeated, which can they? I don't know. I mean, Oregon. We t- we called this on the show yesterday too. I mean, you know, Fresno State was gave up very, everything. Fresno they State's could- good. 
Fresno State's good. They give them everything. I mean, that was, what, 12-and-a-half, 13-point game? I mean, in terms of getting the line with Fresno State. So, Oregon, I mean, they sneak through that game. Now they got to go back to Ohio State. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't – if I'm an Oregon backer, I wouldn't necessarily be down because Fresno State's a good team, although the offense for Oregon did not look good. Okay, tremendous no. start. Get my man a coffee over there at the Borgata. I, I heard you get, you can get it for half off now, Michael Lombardi. When we come, <laughs> Thank you, You're welcome. <laughs> when we come back, <laughs> Bryce Young and Alabama, they rolled. No surprise. We'll get into those numbers next here at Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
Perfect time, four days, NFL. What do you need? NFL Pro Football Betting Guide. It's easy. You got also contest strategy in there against the spread, survivor pools, everything you want. Like, I keep, friend texted me, said, this is insane that I didn't have this last year. I said, yeah, it's 1999. What are you doing? vcin.com slash subscribe. All access, get everything we offer. But right now, you can get the guide for just 1999, which is great. Okay. Uh, a Sunday here on the Lombardi line. I hope you're having a great weekend, a Labor Day weekend. Are you grinding? Like Michael Lombardi and myself, I'm Patrick Maher. <laughs> hey, here, we got a ton to yeah. do. One, we got your offensive lineman rankings. That'll make Bill Berman yeah. happy. That's coming that's up. That's all we care about. Yeah, that's it's, all we care it's about. It's about yeah, making exactly. BB happy. Uh, two, there was something I was going to. Oh, Steph, and Steph, we, she's got an injury. She had surgery on her foot, but she's got her UMass, as you saw. She won't let us put her on camera, but she's got her UMass yeah. sweatshirt on. I need to get and hat and apparently pants. Uh, I need to get one of those UMass sweaters, sweatshirts, because on Saturday, and you're going to clear it with Bill AD. I'm not going to say anything, but on Saturdays, we're going to be wearing hoodies here with the the bottom 10. That's right. We are going to be wearing hoodies on the bottom 10 because I think it's important. I think we can make some money. Now, I got to say, New Mexico State last night, Patrick, I mean, it was a late one against San Diego State, but they covered. Yep. How about that? They they, covered. They sure did. They. I mean,. Hey, did you see, by the way, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, the presumed number one overall pick, the Oregon edge, it looks like he's going to have x-rays on that injured left ankle. Uh, He just, I mean, if you see him, he's visually imposing and he's a stud, uh, but the win against Fresno State. So that becomes fascinating with the way that we are in modern day. If he is injured, does he end up sitting out? Does he, you know what I'm saying? If there is even an inkling that he could hurt his stock as that number one overall overall pick. Well, he could have really impacted the game next week against Ohio State. There's no doubt. But he's not going to be playing in that game. It looks to me like he has a high ankle. They did, took x-rays on it. They said they were negative. So what typically that means is that they had him in a walking boot afterwards. So I believe that that means it's a high ankle sprain. We'll see if he plays. I doubt it. But I think that's going to go a long way. You're right. I mean, Oregon's offense, Oregon's passing offense for me, you know, and, and I think when you go back through Oregon in terms of especially when Cristobal's there. Moorhead has now, Joe Moorhead, the former Mississippi State, former Penn State offensive coordinator, Mississippi State head coach, is trying to run this offense. I'm not quite sure what they're trying to accomplish offensively. What's their goal? Where they're going? Like, what's their philosophy offensively? Uh, they, they did not find a rhythm. They won the game against uh, Fresno State, but it wasn't really because of their dominance on offense. Yeah, quarterbacks keep transferring out of, you saw Virginia Tech's quarterback, they keep on getting away from that Oregon offense offense and I think a lot of it has to do with the perception of what happened with Herbert you know Herbert who is exemplary you love the kid uh, he couldn't get any rhythm in that Oregon offense that Chris Ball wants Chris Ball wants to be a tough guy which is good and he's done an okay job there in Eugene but the idea that offense is just not modern no, and, you know, it's all about their run game. And, look, let's be real clear here. You know, their defense is pretty good. I mean, they've there got a go. lot of time. And, and Cristobal's a great recruiter. There's no denying that. He gets great players to go to school there. But I think just – I mean, like, you're going to have to play – you're going to have to get great quarterbacking to beat Alabama, to beat the top teams in this country. You're going to need a great quarterback because, we, you know, we talked about it before we got into the segment. Alabama, the way they looked offensively against Miami – they didn't miss a beat. They did not miss a beat. Is Nick Saban a good coach? Because I'm, I'm getting this inkling that he might be. And Bryce Young, we mentioned. Uh, one of, I mean, listen, it, 344, four touchdowns, no picks. 
I mean, look, if, if people didn't pay attention to your soliloquy on Nick Saban's opening day, I mean, it's ridiculous. It was like stealing money, right? Hey, that was – you just took a shot at me. That was passive. It wasn't a soliloquy. I just wanted to give – I wanted to make sure that I, I, I gave the information. Complimenting, I was complimenting you. I thought it was outstanding. <laughs> like, if somebody didn't bet – if somebody didn't bet uh, – if somebody listening to you didn't bet Alabama, they were crazy. Well, he is they now. They were crazy. Well, think about it. He's now 15 and 0 straight up. He's 13 and 2 ATS, but more impress more impressively in opening in the openers against top 25 teams, he's 7 and 0 ATS. So, I even, mean, come even on. those good teams it can't was... prepare for him. No, he can't. He just, he can, you know, and he's got, he's got offensively. They know what they're doing. That, they, you know, when they reloaded, their offensive line looks tremendous. Even though they lost guys, they may be better. I mean, that was, that was probably the easiest pick on the board yesterday. And by the way, Saban Manny Diaz, that is that will forever will always be a mismatch. I'm sure Manny Diaz, nice guy, but yeah, I mean this yeah, is probably, a different, yeah. different ballpark you're headed into when you're taking on your boy Nick Saban. They outgained the Canes 501 to 266. Yes, that's good. Will yeah. Hill is joining us next here on the Lombardi line. September 9th, you can begin betting legally on First Bet and Express Bet. And when you sign up, be sure to use the promo code VEGAS1000 for an instant $10 spree up to $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Again, use the bonus code VEGAS1000. Everything you need as far as the horses, you just go to vcin.com slash horses. All right. As we say hi on a Sunday, squad is here. Steph, she's injured but making it. Jeff is here. <laughs> of course, our buddy Michael Lombardi. And guess who's here? William Hill. Go Tigers? No, Go Tigers? no, Ed Ogeron. Oh, okay. Although Will has a point spread weekly, of course, looking dapper. Will has a comparison for Ed Ogeron. Go ahead, Will. Yeah, please. Somebody, somebody called him Cajun Jim Harbaugh, which, which was mean. It made me laugh, but it was mean. <laughs> it, it does I, make me laugh. <laughs> I do wonder. I mean, obviously, you win a title that buys you some time. It buys you some equity. But how much time does it buy you? I mean, eventually, we're going to start seeing the splits with Joe Burrow, without Joe Burrow, with Joe Brady, without Joe Brady. Like you said, that, that title was more of a fluke than uh, than anything else. I, like, I don't know. Is he, how is he the coach you, a year or two from now? How do you watch no. the games? How do you watch the games as betters? And I, I mean, this is really take personality out of it, right? How do you watch the game as a better and feel like I'm in really good hands with that gentleman coaching my team? Like, seriously, how do you do that? Like, how do you feel like he's really, you know, I mean, did you see the video of him walking in there and, you know, he's criticizing yes. the colors of UCLA? You can't say it on TV. I mean, I know, but I mean, like, seriously, when the game starts and your head coach can't contribute, are you sure he's worth $7 million a year? I mean, I'll just ask the question. Like, when the game starts and he can't help either side of the ball nor the kicking game, are you sure paying him $7 million is a smart proposition? If Ogeron's worth seven, Will Hill's worth, like, one and a quarter mil. Yeah, there's no doubt. 
right, well, good equation. That's a good equation. You're right. I mean, look, he won one there. That's probably one more than I thought he would win. But uh, yeah, I don't know going forward. Like uh, a yes, no line. Is he the coach there this time two years from now? I don't know. I think that's a coin flip. I think, you know, it's just it, it hasn't looked good. And Chip's the, Chip did a good job. I mean, he's, that's a nice team he's put together. I heard all I read all summer that they were improved. That's why it helps to read the college football betting guide because they really are improved. I don't know. You know, could they flirt with a playoff? I'm not sure. But man, they got some players. The tight end's a good player. The quarterback, uh, you know, that's just he, he did a good job. But this is an offense. This is Michael. This is an offense. Chip's been running. The LSU look confused by the scheme. It's it was it was really unbelievable. I mean, he ran what we call needle and thimble. I mean, he ran the plays that he runs all the time. And their linebackers on LSU look like they've never seen it before. Exactly. They're voiding zones. I mean, it was really like, what did we practice, fellas? Are you sure this is what the plan was? And once again, I mean, Ed's not making the plan. I mean, Ed is an ambassador to the program. I mean, that's what he is. He's not a head coach. He's an ambassador to the program. He recruits. He speaks the language of the community, right? I mean, that's what he does. Yeah. And so when the game starts and you're playing this high-level chess, which I don't really think college football is high-level chess. I just want to be on the record. I think college football and compared to pro football, the technology, the, the intellectual capacity going on in a pro game to a college game is vastly different, although Saban and some coaches can match it. That being said, I think when the game starts, Ed's so far behind, unless he can out-talent you, unless he can just dominate you with his superior players, he's not going to be able to help a team. Well, and we, that's problematic for a betting network. You're, you're 100% right. What we love about Will Hill, speaking of betting, is he buys low. Clemson, your thoughts, Will? I mean, obviously it wasn't pretty last night. They're going to enjoy playing these ACC defenses after seeing the SEC last night. Well, look, I mean, look at the schedule. They don't play Notre Dame. They don't play Miami. They don't play UNC. Just as a better, I'm not sure if they have the futures market back up, but if you can get them, maybe they'll be 12 to 1, 15 to 1. Maybe that's maybe that's a little high right now, but if you can get them, they're probably going to run the table, be a one-loss team. You know, they're Clemson, so they're going to get the benefit of the doubt. They're going to have a chance to improve. If you could get them and, and they'll be in the playoffs, you get them at like 12 to 1 or whatever they're going to be to win the title. They still got a good shot. I mean, everything they want is right in front of them. They're probably going to win the rest of their games go into the playoff as a one-loss team and look you're going to have some value and now obviously they have to improve uh the offensive line was really bad it's funny for, for all the talent clemson produces along you know all the positions quarterbacks skilled players pass rushers they don't produce great offensive line and, and last night that was a rough that man this looks like the worst of all those units it, it was rough but uh i just think yeah. it's a good buy low opportunity here for clemson i didn't get the sense watching that game that dj uh was really in, in really an elite reader of what was going on. I thought he locked in, and I think he had trouble processing, and then probably he got hit too early in the game, and it affected him. I mean, I'll obviously give him some time. I mean, it's early in his career. This is only really his really true first start, but it didn't look to me like it was there was a rhythm to his game at all. That really bothered me. It looked like guys had to get open before he was going to throw him the football. Well, I'm excited to hear what you got tonight, and I have it in my notes, so I'm excited because you and I are on the same side. Notre Dame Florida State down south open seven and a half little Florida State money it's now seven Notre Dame laying it it opened early in the summer at ten and a half. It's all the way down to seven and a half, seven in some spots. Look, our boy Applebaum, he's going to be so excited for this line movement. I mean, uh -oh. App Applebaum and his fiance Elise, they're going to be planting baby names in it. Take it easy. Take it easy. He gets excited over these over these line movements. Yeah. You know that. Uh, I think there's Norvell's no doubt. A good coach. I, I think Norvell's a good coach. That's basketball on grass. That's a spread offense. They return a pretty good foundation. Uh, Notre Dame, they lost nine guys to the NFL. They lost some offensive linemen, a quarterback, some pass rushers. 
Uh, should be some juice in that in that building tonight. They're honoring Bowden. I just think it'll be a close game. I like Florida State to, to cover, and I, I think they got a good chance to win the game. Yeah, I mean, look, it's all going to come down to this Jordan Travis, the transfer, right? I mean, that's what it's going to come down to. Can they get that kind of play out of him that they're going to need? And Notre Dame, I mean, taking Wisconsin's quarterback, you know, uh, Coons, I believe his name is, Jack Coons. I mean, I got to see this one, Patrick. I'm not sold that Notre Dame's offense is going to be stellar. I really am not. Florida State, excuse me, Notre Dame lost a ton. This is a this is a ton of respect for Florida's for Notre Dame just because of the brand, obviously, and just uh, this this climb that Florida State's been on. Will I love the seven? Are you going to dabble with that two forty money line? I'm going to dabble. I'm a dabbler, Patrick. I think everybody knows it. I think they got a really good chance. I think this will be down to the wire. We've seen how these atmospheres can affect the game. I mean, Friday in Blacksburg, that that was a a huge crowd. And especially, it's a little bit of a shock to the system because these kids haven't played in front of a crowd in front of this many people in a couple of years. So especially early in the year, home field is probably more of an advantage than it will be later in the year. Did you tell the yeah, guys? I, did you, by, by the way, I, Michael, he did he tell his daughters, "I'll see you in February." Yesterday, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. Sorry. No, I, I agree with Will. I think crowd is. I mean, you know, you're playing a game in there, and Bobby Bowden's legacy, the memory of Bobby Bowden, comes back in there, and you know, you can throw the football. We'll see how good Notre Dame is this year. Uh, again, I, I, they lost a lot of players. I, I just think this is going to be a hard, seven points as it's come down. Interesting. I, I I like Florida State here. Yeah, we'll cap that coming up. William Hill, he's the best. Not the Will, Thanks, Hill. Will. on Twitter. You got a plug for me, homie? Decent.com/slash subscribe. Get the betting guys. Yesterday is a perfect example. The betting guys they help you win. So vcin.com slash subscribe to get them all. And thanks for nothing with Josh Applebaum now in my brain doing things that I shouldn't be thinking of on a Sunday morning. We continue. We'll talk about Notre Dame, Florida State next year on the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! 
Computer Solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, discover what feels like winning at BetMGM. Bet a dollar, win a hundred. I love, this is my favorite promo they do because it's so simple. You bet a dollar, you win a hundred. And again, the college football team scores today or any day. You're going to win a hundred bucks. BetMGM is ready for the action. Enjoy parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and much more. VSIN 100 to win a hundred dollars. Again, VSIN 100. Only at BetMGM. It's the king of sports books. Paid for and free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Okay, Michael. So, Will, yeah. Will brought it up. We should discuss it. Notre Dame, Florida State. Right now, Notre Dame's on the board. Laying seven down in Tallahassee, 54 and a half. There was a stretch with your boy Bobby Bowden and just the pro. Look, the Florida State had a stretch of 41 straight winning seasons, and then Florida yeah. State endured three straight losing campaigns entering 2021. So here's the deal. Remember, Notre Dame back to independent status after spending a year in the ACC. They started 10-0 and last year and then lost to Clemson in the ACC championship game. Here's my issue. One, Florida State returned 17 starters. We'll get to the quarterback situation in a second. Norvell hasn't named a starter. Notre Dame offensively was awesome last year. Ian Book was the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history, which is surprising. But really, the difference for Notre Dame last year was their defense was awesome. That's where they've lost a lot of pieces on defense this year and I just think look I think Florida State's going to be improved a three and six season last year but Jordan Travis was awesome behind center now the question is Mackenzie Milton who's won like 23 straight but he had that tragic knee injury Central Florida we don't know if he or Travis will be the starter regardless this is going to be a much improved Florida State team I do think so. And, you know, look, Florida State and Notre Dame, I think when you break this game down, the, the over-under total was set at 55. It ticked down to 54 and a half. And I think there's a reason for that. The uncertainty of Florida State at quarterback, what will they be able to do? And then Notre Dame, they lose their two top wide receivers last year. And the strength of Notre Dame's team is their run game. Yep. You know, and we know Jack Kuhn from Wisconsin is not a prolific, spread it out, you know, throw the ball all over the place. If he throws it more than 25 times in this game, I'd be shocked. I mean, this is going to be about ball Agreed. control, running the game. And as we've seen in the first week or second week of college football, the offenses have been a little slower to kind of get going. I think the under strongly in play here at 54 and a half. I'd, I'd be surprised if it didn't tick down to 54. Uh, and I think that ultimately, Ultimately, it's going to come down to what quarterback on either team can make enough plays. Notre Dame, it's going to have to rely on the running game in Williams and Tyree. Those two backs are back. That's the strength of Notre Dame's team.
team offensively. And their offensive front. You just nailed it. The run game, the offensive front, the two strengths for Notre Dame, defensive front, offensive front, they're young, back end of that defense. Uh, and Cone, the transfer, the quarterback transfer from Wisconsin, uh, he really what he's just about in this Kelly offense is he just doesn't – don't make mistakes. Don't turn the football yeah, right. over. And that's what he's going yeah. to do. They're going to run the football, Notre Dame. Yeah, now watching Wisconsin offensively yesterday, and I'm thinking, okay, this kid beat out Kuhn. Wait, wait a minute, hold on here. Like, like I know he was a highly recruited kid, but I mean, something's missing here. Like, I, where, what did I lose on sight on? Right. So I, I think Notre Dame is look. They want they they want to slow the game down. Notre Dame wants to slow the game down. They want to run the football. They want to take eight, nine, 12 play drives to score points. I think ultimately this is why the under is the strongest play of the day here. I totally agree with you. And you could have, if you're going to, if you're going to take the seven with Florida state at, Will mentioned it, but mostly you could, you could have had some nine and a half, so not too long ago, seven and a half last week. So down to seven now, Florida State. I think there is going to be some juice there. You know, they haven't won an opener in like four years. Let me just get this straight. Uh, if the Seminoles start off with a win against Notre Dame tonight, that would be their first one and zero start in five years for a program that you know, Michael, for decades was so prolific. This has been a weird turn. I think Norvell's the right guy to turn it around, though. You know, I think he is too, but I think part of the problem at Florida State has always been they are a state school. They have not been well-funded. I mean, this is one of the reasons why Jimbo Fisher left to go to Texas A&M. I mean, Good their point. facilities are just average. They're not elite facilities. And so, you know, what Bowden was able to do back in the day was there wasn't a facility race. There wasn't an arms race on facilities. And Florida State kind of fell behind. They kind of got spoiled by Bowden being able to win. They're going to have to get their alumni to start to put some money into their program to build the facilities that they need. The stadium's kind of an older one. Their football offices are in the stadium. So they can't dazzle recruits much like the University of Florida can with their brand new $100 million football facility in the stadium. So I think that's really what's happened to these programs is sometimes they get, when you win and you have success, you start to become a remember when school. You know, and then they made some poor, yeah. they made some poor hires as, as head coaches. I mean, let's be honest. Oh yeah! Prior to Norvell, it was. Uh, I'm trying yeah. to. Th I'm trying to think. Oregon w coach Willie, Willie. That right for one season at Oregon came over because he had the recruiting base in Florida. But Florida State was. I mean, they were undisciplined, and, and recruiting took a step back as well. The one thing I will say is, so I mentioned. Um, Jordan Travis, who's not a very accurate passer for Florida State. My guess is it's going to be Ken Mackenzie Milton, but he hasn't started an actual football game since, what, 2018? Because of that and he right was game. really good. And he was very he was good. Really I good. mean, he won like he 23 really straight good. games. So He was I, really good yeah. for Central Florida. I mean, this kid was really good for Central Florida. It's just going to be interesting to see where his health is. I mean, I don't think it's a if, – if this was 18 and, and Milton had the healthy knee, it wouldn't be – to me, he'd be the easy starter. But I think, I, I think that no and Norvell, he's going to try to figure it out, which guy rotates. And again, he's seen these guys practice, but clearly the line is moving in Florida State's direction because there's something going on. People obviously like Florida. I think Notre Dame's power ranking, just by the nature of where they are defensively with so many guys, they've had a few grad transfers come in, but I think it's going to be hard to duplicate and replace. They were really good defensively last year. If you're looking for a trend to back Notre Dame, Brian Kelly in this spot's been good. Notre Dame 6-0-1 ATS their last seven games as a road favorite of three and a half to 
10 points that fits that model as Notre Dame's laying seven here. How about Brian Kelly? 12th season at Notre Dame. He's having a hell of a run there. He really is. I mean, you know, he's done it. Hey, look, the program's good. I mean, and, you know, look, do I, I, I we're talking about the betting line. Do I think Notre Dame wins today? I think Notre Dame should win today. But, you know, seven points, seven and a half points, I think in a game that's going to feature a running game is hard to dominate. If you feel like you could throw the ball, Notre Dame's going to have to get some of these young receivers on their team to take a giant step up losing the two guys they had last year. We did, we did this with North Carolina, and I don't want to do it with Notre Dame, and that is overrating what we saw from last year. It's not just Ian Book. He took 13 other of his teammates to the NFL from last year. 13. So Ian Book and 13 Golden Domers onto the NFL. You see, it's just the turnover can be misleading, right? And you start betting brands, and that's what we're always trying to warn you of here on VEASAN is don't bet the brands. Notre Dame lost a lot, Michael. Yeah, now look, they're going to start a freshman at left tackle in Blake Fisher, right? They got two seniors that are going to start at wide receiver in Austin and Lindsey. Now, how good they are, I don't know. They didn't play quite a bit. You know, Avery Davis is a kid who's a grad transfer that comes in there. The strength of the team is the running back, 23 Williams, and Tyree, 25. That's going to be the strength of the team. And then when you look at them on defense, they're going to have to rely on some of these grad transfers that they've got in there, you know, and especially in the defensive front to be really good players. And that's hard to judge unless you've watched practice. Can we throw that schedule up, Steph? This is a freaking brutal schedule, Michael. So, again, they go back to independence, uh, not Missouri, where Harry Truman's from, literal independence. Uh, And you see, so they start off here, Tallahassee, Toledo's not a pushover, Purdue, Wisconsin, Cincinnati, one of the better teams in the nation. Uh, Cincinnati's good now. Cincinnati's a good team. They're they're, going to be hard to play. Cincinnati, Fickle, you know, Fickle could have had jobs. He stayed at Cincinnati. Yeah, I think because he stayed at Cincinnati because Cincinnati's a good job. I mean, people don't really think that, but it is. You get anybody you want in school. It's a really good recruiting base. You have Ohio. You know, you can get into Florida. He's got a lot of good things going for him. I mean, Cincinnati, just you know, I mean, that that's always been a breeding ground for coaches to take another job. When I think Fickle said, why should I leave unless I get the job I really want? I mean, Michigan State would have given him that job up there. And yet he didn't, he didn't want that one. I think Cincinnati, and look at his team. Look at his team. Hey, to your point, so there's some synergy here. Brian Kelly did a hell of a job with the chips at Central, went to Cincinnati. Brian Kelly turned the Cincinnati job into Notre Dame. D'Antonio, previously before that, did a hell of a job at Cincinnati. D'Antonio turned it into, became one of the better Michigan State head coaches we've seen. Uh, The Tennessee job went to the Cincinnati head coach. Butch Jones. Butch Jones Jones. flipped the Cincinnati job into Tennessee. Uh, You just nailed it. That's a breeding ground for bigger jobs. it's, it's, It's always been, and why is that? Because they can get players in school, and they can go to Florida, Direct flight into Cincinnati. That Cincinnati airport, which is really in Kentucky, can get direct flights anywhere. Delta used to be a Delta hub. I don't know if it still is, but you can get anywhere. So you're going to get kids to school. You know, they got that on-campus stadium that they rebuilt. There was a time going back to Sid Gilman and Paul. Cincinnati's program was always really good. However, that being said, now with Fickle there, they're, they're going to go. It sounds like they're going in the Big 12. That'll be huge for them, right? They're going to get into the Big 12. They're going to play West Virginia in the Big 12. They're going to be all those schools. I mean, this is a good program. It's a really good program, and and they they will not be easy to beat. I mean, Ryder, look at that quarterback yesterday. I mean, look what they did. Desmond Ryder is a really good player. They've got skill all over the field, and Fickle's a tough-minded coach. Their defense is really tough. 
And while I know you apologize, next week I'm going to have uh, – I need you to know the aeronautical industry better because you said you think it's a hub. You nailed it. It is a hub for Delta. Well, I wasn't sure because, you know, it was a hub at one time, but they changed these hubs like crazy. Who the hell knows? I'm I mean, just you know, asking you to do your research next week on, I aeronautical, I on the landscape of I aeronautics apologize. in the United States. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to write that down. I, yes, I, 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 I asked you to do it before Berman got to you. Hey, by the <laughs> yeah, way, Bill, sure. hey, Will Hill says, well, I can't read the word he used. He said, uh, I forgot to mention Jed Fish, his first possession. He went for it on his own 24. And the later in the quarter, he went for it on his own 30. Will, Will, Will is obsessed with weirdness. He hates punting. The he, guy's that really got, he has a hard problem with punting. I mean, it's really, he needs to go to a punting rehab center. He does not like punting at all. He uh, does not like punting. Does he like offensive line play? Because we've got Michael Lombardi's top 10 coming up next here. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet Three Six Five. Twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.